0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
1: Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes.
0: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan.
1: I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. OTP. Good to see you guys. Whatever it is you're doing, thanks for joining us. I'm chilling with my man, Francis. Francis, how you doing?
0: I have a little bit of a problem.
1: What's what's going on?
0: Well, you know how I have my Rolex. I do know that. I'm wearing it right now. I do know that. Okay, so I love my Rolex. But I I told you that when I purchased the Rolex, there were two factors that allowed me to really pull the trigger. One of which was that I had gotten engaged and I felt like I deserved some kind of treat, some prize <laughs> to show off, I to like brandish it's, to people. It's a stretch. But to it's signify, <laughs> yeah, this major development in my life. It's really just jealousy that she gets to wear the engagement ring and I get nothing. So I got myself totally an, an engagement ring to wear around my wrist. <laughs> but the other thing was that I, I felt pretty confident that i was on the verge of a major career breakthrough and a big mm. big deal yes which would entail a a a big paycheck right recently i have become a little less certain um about how 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 well let's just say i realized that in purchasing the rolex I may have been putting the the cart before the horse. (laughs) I may have counted my chickens before they had hatched. Now, both of those uh, idioms are sort of livestock, barnyard-themed aphorisms, correct? Yes. Chickens before they've hatched, cart before the horse. And I think that that is apt because, uh, well, you know I like barns. (laughs) <laughs> and farms and you know
1: stables and men yeah
0: and- things are, are involving uh, noise and smells where you can walk through the stables and you know you have to clean out uh, the, the pens and, yeah, yeah, that's good I love I love hearing those sounds bleating sheep yeah nice you, you sound like a children's book that you can press buttons on
1: that's what you sound
0: like Uh, this is great i'm ready to be a father so um well all of this is to say that um i i (laughs) i now now i look at the rolex as almost like some kind of uh karmic reminder not to put the cart before the horse i worry that wearing it is going to actually tip the scales against me
1: yes yes the the what is it to the mean yeah the karmic karmic reversion reversion to the mean mean. but this
0: is a slight twist on that (laughs) let me ask you this it's like it's it's uh you know to 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 me it's like holding up the trophy before you've crossed the finish line right right. and um do you think that i should not wear the watch until until i fucking
1: wear the watch bro fuck that shit
0: but then if if this thing doesn't happen then i will I will blame the watch,
1: which is absurd. But I guess it's good to have a scapegoat, dude. Fucking
0: watch. I will blame myself for having not purchased the watch, but for having worn the watch. Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah, but it's ridiculous, dude. Don't
0: I can, do that to I can say that it's Don't ridiculous. That I know that uh, from as a spoken truth, it's ridiculous. It doesn't change my fundamental feeling about it.
1: Right, now, it's true. But I, I just don't, it's not fair. Like, why did you, why do you get to decide when you're allowed to wear it or not? What's well, bullshit, dude? Who, what is this committee you've created in your head that have said, Francis, thou shalt not wear the watch? It's not fucking, you know, it's not the Lord. Of the yeah, of the
0: you're right. Okay, well, so you're just taking a totally almost atheistic stance on this whole thing.
1: The watch has no cosmic power at all you don't believe in fate whatsoever I'd karma may, may, none I'd, of that no i do a little I, I i don't not believe in it i believe in it like i believe in like if you do bad shit bad shit's gonna happen to you and maybe in an abstract way whatever but i don't think that the watch is something that applies to this i don't think that there's some sort of you know you you gotta you got it for retail like you you know
0: well here's, enjoy here's okay it. so so you know back to the barn thing right it's like I I won't lie. You know, I I think that for me, um the more apt idiom would be like I, I purchased a barn before I had uh any understanding of how to farm. Right, right. So that's that's me putting the cart before the horse, right? Yeah. But in doing so, the the what I said, I said to myself was that, well, barns are actually very scarce right now and you know, the secondary market for Barnes has exploded in COVID, and Barnes actually are rising in value the second that they are purchased, and it's an appreciating asset. It's a watch, dude. and. You know, there's there's one company that makes barns, and nobody really knows how many barns they actually make. There's like all kinds of rumors on Reddit about what number of barns they're putting out, but nobody really knows for sure. So, like
1: this barn metaphor has actually really grown on me. Yeah, since you started. it. Yeah,
0: like in, in, and I used all that reasoning to buy my barn. I was like, well, even if even if you know I never learned to farm, the the barn is still a good asset to have.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, dude, listen. I, I, I'm not. I, that was very clever, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm serious. It was. It was, but I'm worried about this sort of like, again, like this idea that like you jumped the gun, bro, whatever. Fucking you bought it. It's fine. You're not going to have to like sell your body to pay for it. You know, like you're, you'll be all right. You splurged. Sometimes it's good to splurge.
0: What can I sell? What do I have that's of value? Um, if you were g- guiding me your car <laughs> on how to we lease the car oh, okay and oh my god we are gonna have hell to pay when that lease is up do you know how many times i've been hit in that car
1: Dude, i think it's gonna be fine i think you'll be fine why i don't know like otherwise people wouldn't lease cars if it was such a pain in the ass
0: that car has been beaten to hell. And it's not my fault. I know. Right? Twice I have been hit in that car while I was not moving. Twice <laughs> on two separate occasions. Now you might say, "Well, you should have filed a police report and uh, you know, had the insurance stuff exchanged on the spot, which would be my fault for not doing that." And yet I didn't do that out of the goodness of my heart, which to me should mean that there should be a karmic reward.
1: It's true maybe you'll get it maybe you got a watch that was your karmic So
0: you're telling me this watch i can wear it because i let those negligent drivers off the hook
1: dude you're not some knucklehead college kid applying for an internship like that's the only time you don't wear your fancy watch you put you don't wear your ap to your internship i don't wear
0: my watch I, i would i wouldn't wear my watch to perform comedy why because i don't want the other comedians to think that i'm
1: bro you think they know you think they know well. about that they don't know shit dude they would have to st- they would have to get so close to it to know no like no comics going would be like is that the batman i was
0: waiting to go on and three comedians one after another came up to me and they went like is that a new watch sick watch comedians are more into watches than you'd think
1: i wonder who these comedians are i bet they're successful
0: berg Levfer, and that was it It was just two i said three because i wanted to make yeah, my point seem more emphatic Okay, fine, I fine.
1: I, that doesn't surprise me that those two guys know about it. But I think in general, bro, I think you're fine, dude. You're overthinking this. Wear the fucking watch, dude. You got it to wear it. Wear it. Enjoy it. The nice watch, dude. Somebody messaged me something really funny. They're like, dude, I have a fake version of that watch. He's like, I should send it to you, and you should just wear it on the podcast and wait till Francis notices. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well,
0: I have to say this too, whole thing? I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream and by and by putting this dream out there it means it won't come true so don't get your hopes up but I have a dream that our podcast will do so well or something some huge development will happen such that like Keanu Reeves purchasing Rolexes for his entire stunt team on the John Wick series oh, that's sick. I could buy, you know, team Rolexes for the group.
1: Like the John Wall, that's a John the John Wall move.
0: Did John Wall do I it too? He did
1: it and uh, dude, I think Louie does it for people when they would go on tour with him.
0: He'd buy them a Rolex? I
1: think so. Like as a thank you, he'd buy them like a a Rolex, like, you know, pre his sort of fall from grace. Mm. Um, But he used to buy everybody Rolexes. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, man. That's Um, pretty cool, man. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor, anchor. So, dude, I was in Iowa doing a college. I Iowa,
0: do- uh, a state, 75% of whose name is vowels.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: A lot of people don't know that. That's crazy. There are other states that have high uh, percentages of vowels. What's another one you can think of?
1: Um, Idaho.
0: Idaho's got a lot of vowels. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah, that's 60% vowels. There's Indiana. A- oh, I'll have to do the math on that. That's
1: pretty su-
0: yeah, Maine's, Maine's pretty Maine's good. good. That's sixty percent vowels. But you're you're missing an obvious one. Ohio. That's, Ohio. Seventy-five percent vowels.
1: Crazy. Are there, are there any more? I love these games, dude.
0: I think Hawaii's a lot of vowels. Yeah, it is. A A I I. Yeah. It's sixty-six percent of vowels.
1: It's a lot of vowels. A lot of vowels. Anyway, dude, I was at Iowa State University, Ames, Iowa. It's like forty-five minutes out of <laughs> away from Des Moines. Okay, now I'm going to go out on a limb here. There's a chance that Iowa is is one of the most uneventful states that you can
0: go (laughs) to. I'm just saying, if you break it down, like what do you expect? Its name is made of vowels.
1: They're big. They're big producers of you know uh, corn and beef and pork and and uh, I think the most about for me the one of the most interesting things about it is that it's sort of a swing state, which is kind of interesting like you expect a state like that to kind of be red Mm -hmm. and it's not so i'm kind of like that's intriguing i find that intriguing um and i had a good time but dude like the farm folk it was a big weekend so texas was in town playing iowa state Mm. iowa state ended up winning that game um we had a quick in and out 11 p.m show and then we were on the first flight out the next morning so Mm -hmm. we had been you know it's not that close to the des moines airport so we're in the elevator at 4 30 getting to our going to our flight now we're on the third floor of a three floor situation and the, the, the elevator moves very slowly between the floors. So we get to the second floor and it's not crazy to feel like you're on the first floor if you weren't looking. Mm-hmm. So Ricky didn't notice. He opens the door or the, sorry, the, the elevator door opens and he goes to walk off and he accidentally like almost bumps into this kind of like big farm boy looking guy.
0: Corn fed.
1: Corn fed, like big guy. Iowa State's uh, uh, crew neck sweatshirt, whitewash jeans, boots. He wasn't like dirty, but like this guy just looked like a farm boy, you know? Ricky almost bumps into him. He goes, sorry, proceeds to keep walking off the elevator, realizes we're on the second floor, gets back in the elevator. So it's sort of like a throwaway line, dude. He looks at this guy and he goes, sorry, man. I just thought I assumed I was the only person who was awake right now. And we did not see this coming, dude. But the guy says, quote, the only person who's awake, are you fucking kidding me? And we're like, what the fuck? And we're, we just don't see. And he goes, you must be out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know what to say. And Ricky kind of just goes, you know what? Yeah, I think I am. And then the guy lifts his right arm in the air, dude, and just viciously comes down on Ricky's shoulder with it like in a fraternizing way like grabs his shoulder and he goes no I think I like you <laughs> and we're like what is happening and then as the door opened he goes now let's kick some Texas fucking ass and walks away from us forever <laughs> we were like what just happened this is
0: four thirty in the morning Four thirty in the morning <laughs>
1: and I have no idea what any of that means I don't know if that means that this guy's a farmer so he wakes up early or he was going to start celebrating the game dude we were blown away
0: hang on hey can you give us the lines one more time
1: <laughs> yeah dude I, I want to get them exactly specifically he wrote right.
0: this down on his phone
1: <laughs> Ricky very politely and in a bond almost in like a bonding kind of way he goes sorry man I thought I was the only person who was awake and the guy goes the only person who's awake are you fucking kidding me <laughs> was he mad we don't know it was crazy. what what about the tone the tone was exactly how i just said it so it was like bombastic it was just so aggressive we're Uh like uh dude you're lucky you're twice our size otherwise that would be some shit you don't say like that could start a fight you know what i mean this guy was enormous
0: yeah he probably my guess is that he spoke that way because he is humongous probably you say you're lucky you're twice our size it's like well, it's unlucky that we're half your size.
1: Dude. Because
0: that's why you can speak to us that way. Dude, it was
1: so surprising. He didn't look like a guy like you're like, oh, this guy's going to be trouble. Like the next two guys I'm going to tell you about, this guy looked like he wasn't trouble at all. He had a, a black coffee in his hand, and he just looked like a guy who might be like, morning. Uh-huh. He looked like that kind of guy. Charming. Yeah. He just looked like a nice, like, you know, guy that doesn't have that much to say, who's really nice and easy to be around, a gentle giant that's oh, what he looked nice. like okay yeah. and instead he just came in the hottest i've ever seen anybody come in <laughs> and i don't know what the fuck was happening if it was about the game or whatever and yeah we say nothing and he, you must be out of your mind <laughs> what what do you mean dude like why, are he, why are we out of our mind i like him and, don't you like him ryan
0: ryan likes
1: him And <laughs> ricky just very he's like yeah, I, I guess I am. <laughs> and then the arm of fury down under his shoulder. Now I like you. That would
0: have been very validating for me. <laughs> Dude, it was, if we were to think, get that hand thing, I would have felt, oh, wow, I'm going to have a day. <laughs>
1: Dude, we were just like, all right, like that was insane. We had no other take on it than that was just absolutely crazy. Dude, then we're in the airport and it's 6 a.m. They start serving at 6 a.m. And these guys who kind of looked like, you don't want to look at them for too long, kind of guys. They are they order a beer and the guy goes, I'll take the roofie. And we're like, Did you just say the roofie? We're like, what's the roofie? And you know how taps of beer will have different things on top? Like the the logo of the tap, the different wooden yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He goes, See the one of the ch- of the chick who's got her tits out? That's the roofie. Oh my <laughs> we like, God. What is happening? 6 a.m., dude, what? You
0: just don't expect that from a state made of vowels. I don't, I I know.
1: know. But anyway, dude, I mean, by by no means, like I said, you know, uh, Iowa is a very sort of like politically diverse state, I think. I I think they voted red in maybe the last two elections, but I know that they voted for Obama in one of the, so they're known to go back and forth, um, which I find to be interesting. Anyway, we had a great time in Iowa, and I remember telling him before we went, I was like, dude, this is going to be a funny trip. And it ended up becoming a funny do dude. We like we went to so there was only one place that we could go get food because it was walking distance from the hotel. So we went there for lunch and dinner, and then we thought it would just be hilarious. Like we we just became enamored with this bartender, and we kept fucking like we were like taking selfies with him. We we're like the best bartender in the entire world. <laughs> Tagged him, followed him on Instagram, dude. I don't know. It's just like, you gotta love a random gig.
0: Yeah. random gig is always a good time. I do like a random gig, and it's something that I appreciate about the work that we do because it takes us to places that we would never go.
1: Dude, so fun. Yeah. Dude, so we're working with a really cool company uh, that will help you to create a wonderful, personalized gift for family members. Uh, It is called StoryWorth. Now, StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful, meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Essentially, StoryWorth is a is a, uh, it's a service where they will email you over time a series of questions, and eventually those stories turn into your life story, <laughs> which is such a fun thing to be able to give to people. You know what I mean? Especially if, you know, I would like my mom, you know what I mean? I I, I, gave, I gifted this to my mom and eventually my mom is going to have this amazing cohesive life story to share with us and it's a really fun thing and honestly like i'm enjoying even using it because it's asking me questions it's forcing me to like find memories it like brings the best out of you if that makes sense um it's really cool and, and like for example i'm learning stuff about my mom already as she's filling it out just stuff about the way that she ended up in america how that decision making process came to be um and things about her parents and how her parents' parents had come, which is what made them want to come. And it's just it's so interesting to learn about your family in this in this kind of detailed capacity. So with Storyworth, I'm giving those that I love the most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart, preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to Storyworth.com/slash oops, save ten bucks on your first purchase. That's Storyworth.com/slash oops to save ten dollars on your first purchase.
0: Um, such a good time. okay, I got a road story okay. from Providence, ooh baby after the shows on Friday, I went back to my hotel. It was a Marriott, and in the lobby checking in was the entire University of Pennsylvania women's volleyball team oh, wow, in town to play brown the next day, okay, okay, now they're all wearing. Their pen volleyball coats. Love it. Their regalia. Love it. They had a big tour bus outside or whatever. Not a tour bus, you know, a charter bus. Now, we did this. We did this. What do you mean we did this? We were, did did your tennis team travel and spend the night in hotels? Yeah. So this routine is really close to home for me, Uh, especially that it was like, an ivy league team right.
1: you're like in your jumpsuit yeah
0: and you know you'd, you'd be wearing your uniforms or like some predetermined, determined you know outfit that everyone would wear to travel look like a team etc right. usually actually we had to wear um like khakis and then a, 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 we weren't allowed to wear like hoodies and sweatpants oh, really? to travel crazy uh because we wanted to present ourselves as being a little more put together and of then, being
1: a, both academically and athletically yeah, well superior
0: then, <laughs> sure enough we would get fucking destroyed on the field and it's like hey coach didn't really matter how <laughs> professional we looked last <laughs> night checking into that sheraton uh,
1: dude that's like you ever see the video of the new zealand national team playing the united states basketball team and they do like the Hoka dance. Oh, they ah, do the haka. Ah. Yeah, yeah, or the haka, and then yeah. they just get beat by fifty points. It's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, that is, that's human.
0: Well, right. the haka is not. I don't know. That's the thing where it's like you know, I if someone does that before a rugby match, you're pissing in your socks. Right, right, right. But basketball, right, you're not allowed to. What's like, the point? That's a good point. So, all right. So I, I, I feel dad energy coming on as I pass by this team. This team. The urge to somehow let them know that I played lacrosse at Harvard <laughs> is bubbling up. But that also the urge to let them know I'm not uncool. I get it. I'm up with the yeah. times. And I, I'm thinking, well, I'll, I'm probably not going to say a word to these ladies. So it won't matter. But, you know, let's see how this plays out. We get to the elevator, there are only two elevators. And the, the women's team, they have their three coaches. It's like 25 ladies. But keep in mind, they're all really tall because mm-hmm. it's the volleyball team. So they're like 5'10", five, 5'11", five, 6 feet, whatever. Now, I'm the only non-Penn women's volleyball player waiting to get up in the elevator. And so one of them, I'm like halfway back in the line. Mm-hmm. And the elevators are taking like five, six people up at a time and somewhere halfway back in the line near me is like oh we should let this guy go let this guy go he's not with us and i was like oh no that's okay i don't mind waiting now the now the door's open <laughs> now the door is open and they've opened it <laughs> and i then said um, are you guys in season right now mm-hmm. let me ask you something <laughs> is that a dumb question
1: no it's just like if it's a small it's an opportunity for you to be able to say that you played. Why why but
0: why isn't it a dumb question? Knowing what you know about college athletics. Because it's like a rhetorical question almost. What could they be doing where Nothing.
1: They but they be could be You don't think so?
0: That's my question.
1: Yeah, they're in season. Like even if they But couldn't they be in the off for season, season
0: doing a coming to scrimmage brown or like do a Doing a, you know a non like like I don't know about you
1: guys we had a fall in a spring season so like we if it was fall we're still in season you know
0: right because okay so you're the traveling reason, as a team you're in season the reason interesting right? the reason this matters okay is because I said are you guys in season like and and one of the women immediately went no we're I, just doing this <laughs> we're just dressed like this because. <laughs>
1: Oh man, you just couldn't avoid she being dadded.
0: Instantly stuffed me into a locker of shame, <laughs> and now i Keep in mind, I've just come off of two hot shows at the Providence Comedy Connection where I did really well. Yeah. So I'm seeing the comedy the ball. Yeah. And I go from dad energy to Comedian. heckler. Yes. I'm going to fucking. murder Murder you in front of your 25 teammates energy (laughs) and so now it's like all right i need to try to prove to this woman that i'm funnier than she is in as few words as possible and i was like well you could be in the off season and then her friends or something were like don't mind her she's just so sassy Uh, like she's the sassy one and the girl's like rolling her eyes or whatever and i'm like i mean and I, I i regret this but i was like well i played college sports too like we would travel in the off season in in, in the fall whatever i i you know why is that a crazy question mm. and i'm like kind of now you know yeah brother sister elbowing yeah. back and forth well, like yeah. hoping this girl's gonna dig in and she's kind of like throwing back little meh, sassy nonsense and um Then I got in the elevator with the next group. I went up and I uh, went into my room and I looked up the Penn women's volleyball (laughs) roster on their (laughs) collegiate (laughs) university website. And I found the girl uh, who had spoken down to me. And then I looked her up on Instagram and saw that she had fewer than like 1500 followers. And that was the only way that I would be able to go to bed (laughs) that night. Oh
1: my God, dude. I love it. I needed to find something channel of superiority because
0: I had not been able to say the thing that would have proven to her that she had, that she had locked elk horns with the wrong (laughs) stag.
1: That's hilarious. Um, dude, what'd you say, Ryan?
0: No, I hadn't, I hadn't come up with anything. Yeah. And I and I I was so I understand ruffled my feathers were ruffled. This girl in 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 one or five words or whatever had put me on. She
1: skewered you. Yeah, it sucks.
0: And I didn't think that what I but interestingly she saw right through me. It's as if she knew that I was trying to like share information that they didn't I fucking hear.
1: The intuitive dude, that's crazy, man. I but I understand the, the it's sort of like the. The idea of like somebody does something and it's annoying. And then you think of the perfect comeback six hours later type of thing. Yeah. Which it doesn't sound like you ever did. No, but, I didn't. But at least you got some, you were able to come to terms with it.
0: And, and and I think what I learned in this exchange is that as you get older, you feel you yourself becoming less and less relevant mm. to young people, especially. Right. right. And you, you work harder and harder to try to convince them that you're still relevant or that you once were relevant and it really occurred to me like (laughs) why would me telling this girl that i played lacrosse at harvard mean anything what are we gonna fucking share breakfast right right. oh he's he's safe now he's one of us let's um It's good that you're here in case, you know, Let's one of us needs like a blood, a blood donation or something right. like, right. I'm not, we're, we have n- nothing in common. I don't matter to her at all. Right. And that realization was, was tr- troubling yeah, for my yeah. ego. Yeah. It really it. was. I'm sorry, man. No, it's okay. I, I needed it. It's good.
1: Do <laughs> yeah, I remember I, so I, on one of these trips, I was rooming with one of the guys on our team. And I don't know if this was a thing that was specific to the day and I'm sorry if I am coming off as sounding ignorant, but he was very religious and I woke up and he was doing like one of the, was doing sort of like a ritual that involved props, like his arms he had done and he had like some kind of head wear on and he was doing this whole thing. And I thought I was dreaming. I was like, huh. what's happening? It was before I I wasn't familiar with that until then. And It was a crazy moment. I don't know what made me think of that. Just thinking of old road talk, dude. (laughs) I hated playing Brown because they had really aggressive, drunk fans at tennis matches, and they were like, "Let's go Bears, let's go Bears!" (laughs) And like it was really distracting. And then they would kick our ass, and it was like a really tough pill to swallow.
0: I liked playing them only because it was a forty-five minute bus ride. Right, that's true too. From us, it was so fucking for us too. Yeah, dude. I mean, just a day game, and you didn't have to. You know, you didn't get stiff on the bus.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that always sucked. Losing to Harvard sucked too, because like you said, They're you have nothing. So
0: close. Yeah. It's a
1: better school. You go over the, the river, across the river, and get your ass kicked and fucking walk home like a fucking loser, dude.
0: Yeah,
1: dude. Um. One thing, Providence has has some funny uh, significance in my life. So one of my girlfriends went to RISD which is like
0: Rhode Island School of Design. They
1: take liberal arts classes at Brown, I believe. So it's like, it's in the whole, it's on the same campus pretty much.
0: Gorgeous campus. I walked right through their campus. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. So a couple of things. So the Lil Lil young big idea was conceived on a bus ride to Providence to visit her, which is actually funny. And it was also, dude, it was weird being the like guy who's older going to visit college. It's really a tough thing to, to your point about being the older guy like it was really it's really obvious it's like dude yeah what are you doing coming up here all the time you right, know what i mean right it's tough to be like the older guy dating the girl who's like in a younger stage of life and trying to fit in you like, oh is that wu-tang <laughs> oh man i love wu-tang <laughs> i grew up on that stuff i'm uh-huh. like somebody's smoking some reefer i'll hit it
0: <laughs>
1: you guys need alcohol just you know who to you know what I mean? It's bad, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. But I remember one weekend. So I got, I took the bus, and at the time, I've like had no money. Uh Surprise, surprise! And I bought condoms from the CVS when I got off the bus, being like, you know, I'm going to see my girl. Like it's gonna be a big weekend. You know, I'm gonna
0: big weekend. Have
1: these just in case. I don't remember what ended up happening. I don't. It's not important. But for some reason, the condoms ended up not being used. Uh huh. And. I walked, so I, and, and I walked back to the store that I had bought them to return them. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> because the
1: $7 mattered, or however much they cost, $5, whatever. And I, the person who I returned them to was working when I bought them. And she goes, Weekend didn't turn out the way you wanted.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and to your point, I felt the need. Should be cool, and I was like, "No, we didn't use them." And I winked, (laughs) and I was like, "Dude, that is a that is a smear Uh, on my (laughs) life." What a loser, dude! What was I doing? You know, like who has ever also returning condoms? Like who has ever done that?
0: I know. I feel like I've had a
1: lot of good condom stories lately that I had buried deep. (laughs) Oh man, dude. We didn't use them. (laughs) She had extras. (laughs) Didn't
0: need them. We just made out, (laughs) dude.
1: It's insane, dude. It's insane, Um, dude. It's fun, isn't it? Funny though, like college. There's so many funny, like especially your your social life in college is maybe the best it'll ever be. You're literally living with dozens of your friends.
0: Yeah, but in just decrepit totally you know standards it's disgusting
1: true but it didn't it didn't matter you know what i mean it's almost like the same way that these boarding school people have this bond because of the trauma they went through yeah like like in college and i get like you happen to have a very good adult social life too which is awesome i feel like mine's solid too whatever but in college you have like dozens of friends and there's so much gossip and it's so fucking fun and i remember one story that's really funny that really stands out to me so one of my friends slept with his, like, Moby Dick. This was like, this girl was, like, way out of his league. It was hilarious. None of us could believe it happened. And this girl was roommates with one of my best friend's girlfriends. Is that confusing? So there's the two girls. One of them dates my friend. The other one is my buddy's Moby Dick. Okay, yeah. Okay, so he slept over, spent the night, and my buddy was there also staying with his girlfriend. But he had no idea that they had hooked up.
0: Were these two guys friends? Yes. Okay. So...
1: (laughs) dude in the morning he walks out of his bedroom and the guy who had slept with the girl the night before is sitting at the kitchen table with his shirt off reading the newspaper
0: <laughs> <laughs> waiting he's for he's like him.
1: dude are you serious he's like I made coffee <laughs> Like this guy was just feeling so fucking good about yeah. himself. He was gonna
0: like he, he was gonna ride right that out. victory lap around the town <laughs> until every villager had seen it. Yeah,
1: dude, so amazing.
0: That's fantastic,
1: dude. Really good stuff. And <laughs> Reading it's, the newspaper it's a story we still talk about to this day. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. It's fantastic, dude. But yeah, man, college was just really wonderful. It was nice to have your own time, and the scheduling was really nice. It was just a really chill thing, Mm-hmm. I said, when I have free time now, my new obsession, as you all know,
0: he's not lying.
1: Switchcraft.
0: This is totally, <laughs> totally true.
1: One of the great games ever invented. <laughs> you are
0: so hooked on dude. This
1: most game. match three games. I mean, you know, like the ones that we all know, great thing to play on your phone. They don't have this unbelievable graphic teen novel, amazing story to go along with it. <laughs> of witchcraft and sorcery and deceit and excitement and trying to figure out what the hell happened. And that is what is happening in this game. I am currently on level 316. Oh my God. And Ryan can both see I'm showing them my phone. Do you know how many levels there are? No. And sometimes I'm like, I really hope we end up finding Lydia (laughs) because that is what is happening in this game. You are Bailey. You are searching for Lydia. She has disappeared. I don't want to spoil too much of the game, but it's almost has this whodunit feel to it. And you're trying to figure out if any of the faculty are involved, who's doing what. It's very awesome.
0: Bailey's like Hugh Jackman in that movie Prisoners. (laughs) Daughters go missing. And everyone else is like, it's been too long. That's a good movie, bro. That's a good movie. That's a crazy movie. Scary movie. I love this game,
1: dude. The story's so good. Uh, There's a lot of great references to you personally playing the game. I can't stop playing it. It's free to download. I'm obsessed, dude. It's a great game. Yes, you Um, are. So anyway, go download SwitchCraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. It is a magical mystery indeed. Go up there to Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft, and go solve what the hell's going on in that campus because there's something fishy. Something's wrong, Francis. (laughs) Lydia is missing and, quote, she just ran away, is not cutting it. (laughs) Let's get to the bottom of this (laughs) while playing some awesome match three in the process. You love to see it, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I had a really funny story about a tale of the triumph of the human spirit the other day, a friend of mine was going to a uh, wedding in Mexico and she realized, or she had sent, you know, gotten ahead of this, sent her passport away to, uh, to renew it. And it had never, it didn't come back. Okay. And dude, this wedding, it's her fiance's sister. She can't miss this wedding. Yeah. And dude, it's like a couple days before they have to leave and she didn't have a passport still. Oh god. And it's like what the fuck do you do in that situation? Dude, she literally like flew to Buffalo
0: to get her to do an
1: in-person passport appointment oh, and hoped that god. dude, it was crazy. I could not believe it. And like I was so happy for her that she figured it she out. She pulled it off? She fucking pulled it off. Wow. I know.
0: That's that's great. I know. Man. Triumph of the human spirit indeed. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm
0: sorry no, I, I, I you know, it just it, it there's um we've talked about this before, but my my friend who whom you've met we 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 relish victories over companies or structures that typically win their battles just by assuming that most people will not have the patience to go through the system.
1: Oh man, I get off on this too.
0: Um and every once in a while you they run into someone who is willing to to go to the end of the earth oh, for right, right. that $45 right, rebate or right. whatever it is or you know chase down a a a canceled ticket refund and any whatever it is and my friend has always dreamed of starting a company called persistent man inc <laughs>
1: um
0: where you can outsource oh
1: this is good
0: to people uh those tasks which will get done they just you don't do they them sure because they, they require so much hours on hold yeah. so much you know not giving up to i i can i i got to air one out good and this is something i got to tell you that being um you know, having a podcast with an audience or having a, a social media following, I I wish I could use the those as a leverage against these types of things, mm-hmm. but you end up just looking like an asshole,
1: dude. So I did this with one of our clips that went like super viral on TikTok, and it was the most validating fucking thing in the entire world.
0: The Apple one, right? Yes.
1: Got like two million. Yeah, users that's awesome, dude. It was amazing. So because I then you
0: hope that someone there saw it and was oh, yeah. like, oh shit, you're like, someone's... I am making an impact. Yeah. About my poor well, customer service. Well, my okay, experience. my bone to pick is with um, the Vale Resorts Pass Company. <laughs> okay, is
1: this in reference to something you ski passes?
0: Got so, okay, so I, uh, two or three years ago, maybe even four years ago, I purchased the Epic Pass, which is the season pass ski pass for you know Vale, and but it also covers like twenty mountains. Okay, and. Um, Veil lift tickets are so expensive that if you just ski like three or four days on this pass, you've paid for it. Got it. Um, and that first year, I think I did, I did exactly four days, which it was like, all right, well, I barely made it, whatever. But then the next year, uh, I bought it again. And then like COVID happened and I didn't really ski at all. Uh, and so the, the year after that, I was like, I I, I was able to roll over the credit from the year that passed the year before to the next year. And that, that year That's I odd. I like didn't, I skied like two days. And at which point I was like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm not buying this pass anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not making it worth it. Yeah. But unbeknownst to me, there's this situation where if you pay for the $45, it's just a $45 like uh you know, deposit, mm-hmm. which locks you in at the lowest rate. Um, and if you pay that rate, mm-hmm. I didn't read the fine print, you are legally obligated to purchase the pass months later.
1: Oh, wow. Crazy.
0: And the $45 thing, it was like an auto renew, yeah. auto enroll yes. thing. Yes. So I got dinged the $45, Ugh. which reminded me like, oh, I've got to unenroll from purchasing the pass. And I went to try to do that, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. Ooh. And the reason I couldn't figure out to do it was because I was not allowed to. Ooh. By having paid paid $45, I was not allowed to not buy the pass. That's
1: crazy. So what
0: I did was I refused to fill out the legal paperwork. Got it. The indemnification form, you know, the mm-hmm. like uh, waiver. Yes. And so I was starting to get these weekly reminder emails being like, hey, just so you know, you still haven't filled out your... Your health waiver, your insurance liability form, like to complete your season pass, you need to do that. And I would just ignore these emails, being like, "Well, if I don't sign the security pass, surely they can't charge me right. for the. Right. I, I'm not going to have the pass. Right. For all they know, I've died. <laughs> right? Right. Which would be the ultimate irony. It would be that I can't sign then a liability waiver because I've died. Yeah. Now. Out of nowhere, those emails start changing in tone. It mm. becomes like, all of a sudden, I got an email that was like, "Hi, you know, if you don't, you we will remind you that you paid for the deposit, and if you do, if you don't uh purchase the pass and, and fill out the waiver and do this, we are you, your your name will go into collections, and they will come hunt God, you down. For come the money. for you, yeah. Damn, bro, and that's that. when I decided to call to call them. Mm-hmm. And I called them, and it was the single worst customer service that I have ever experienced in any realm, business, anything in my life. Anything in my life. You know, I I don't even want to get into it because thinking about it makes me so mad. But they don't understand my question. I keep asking. I'm trying to work with this person. They can't figure out what I'm talking about. They can't. They're not give. They're just reading off of a paper. Mm-hmm. These rote answers. Ugh. And then I'm finally I'm like, all right, listen, can I speak to a manager? They patch me forward to the manager. The manager has no idea what's going on. <laughs> can't give me anything like <laughs> any, right. basically like, well, you this is, you know, the reason that you do the auto renew is to ensure you get the lowest rate. But if we if we pay for the deposit to get the lowest rate, you are legally obligated. It's in the I don't know what to tell you. That's the deal. Yeah. And there's they're not going to budge. Yeah. So I now have a season pass for this upcoming season <laughs> and I don't know what to do short of like go to one of their mountains and just like pour <laughs> anthrax into a snowblower. Like, I don't know how what level of revenge I can enact that will satisfy my blood thirst for this situation i feel so wrong i want to fucking i want to fucking pour e Dude. coli into their chili vending thing like i just i'm so mad and i and I, don't, I don't i don't know if it means i should ski a hundred days to like just bury their their pass into the ground yeah you know and and I just ski out of like fucking <laughs> <laughs> what is it what's the word like out uh, of revenge. vendetta yeah. like revenge Eventually ski, ski. <laughs> Vengefully ski, <laughs> to t- like from from eight a.m. first tracks till four p.m. My shit my knees just quivering with fatigue, but being like, I need another run. <laughs> they should never have offered me that low rate.
1: Dude, you need to kill yourself on the ski lift. That'll really ruin it for everybody. <laughs>
0: Just the stand, ultimate sacrifice in front of one of the blasting <laughs> cannons that they let loose to sort of lower the avalanche <laughs> risk and then have my have Dude, you my go up
1: there with a tnt thing <laughs> <laughs> you just start a giant <laughs> avalanche like a wily e. coyote acme I'm, dynamite i want to set up some kind of thing where we could sue great.
0: them for so much money and i don't know if it's like to get you know to utilize their like 20 percent discount on on your first ski tune of the year get my skis tuned by their fucking shop and then roll into the bunny slope and absolutely impale every ski school kid <laughs> and blame it on the fucked up edge job that they did well the wax wasn't what i asked oh, for man, like you know seven dead kindergartners and i can sue the mountain i don't know dude, i don't know what is it is fuck. i have not concocted my yeah, revenge plot against fuck. this fucking vale resorts pass but it is uh
1: dude my so this is about how i always feel about it and somebody like sometimes i feel this impulse to get revenge hillary tells me it's one of my most unattractive qualities she thinks she's like it's unatt- you're behaving unattractively and it really hurts me but sometimes <laughs> i just can't control it dude and like when somebody fucking gets you, it just fucking sucks. Yeah. So like, dude, I had a funny thing. Happen. Occasionally, like when I start like piping up a little bit on these calls, like you'll, enc- you'll encounter somebody who's about to have their Jerry Maguire moment at work. Like they don't give a fuck and mm. they will do this happen to me and I couldn't believe it. Oh, so
0: that I, is cool though. I know.
1: So I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to air out the airline because I actually like flying this airline. It's not their fault. It was like bad luck. So I was trying to book a flight and it just wasn't working. Okay. And I'm messaging and they're kind of like, nobody's, nobody can help me. And I'm sort of like, what's happening? Like the apps down. I don't know what's happening. So I call dude. And I got on the phone with a guy and I'm like, dude, I've been, I was like, it won't let me do this. He's like, well, you can't do it that way on the app. I was like, well, then why is it offered on the app? And he like, kind of doesn't say anything. I'm like, all right, this is kind of going weird. Um, but then I'm like, all right, uh, what? Like, oh, I'm like, I've tried so many times that it's now prompting me that I'm going to have to physically check in in person because it won't let me do online check-in because of the malfunctioning on your app yeah and he goes well that wouldn't be the worst thing now would it Ooh. and i was like excuse me dude what do you mean yeah that fucking blows it means i have to get to the airport earlier and i kind of started huffing and puffing i was like (laughs) and then all of a sudden it just goes thank you for agreeing to take the survey he fucking hung up on me dude
0: I love it i wrote a
1: four paragraph letter to the airline yeah and i'm sure that when they get around to it they're gonna be like sorry you know what i mean they better because guess what dude that fucking sucked ass (laughs) it was pretty funny but like are you fucking serious dude like i had a legitimate gripe and i wasn't even being that much of a dick and then this guy started being a dick and before dude literally i was just stepping away from being like dude where are you i'm coming there i'm gonna punch (laughs) you in the fucking face (laughs) you're lucky you're hiding behind that phone dude
0: Uh. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I have that's I I to bring this full circle. It's like what is the point of us having, you know, influence on social media if if we can't if we can't matter to these companies? <laughs> like I want to use, you know, people influencers are always like hawking, you know, eyeliner or fucking hotels they liked in the, you know, the Maldives. <laughs> I want to use my influence for 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 doom like I want to post like Vail Resorts pass the world's worst customer service like with a full thing of like but 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 if I do that I just come off as a petty
1: absolutely and like even when I see people being like hey Delta like tweeting I'm like oh dude you're desperate I know it's not worth it it's not worth it to go public even though we're sitting here doing that, on I podcast. wish I could.
0: I wish I could just. I mean, maybe I should. Just, what would happen if if we made up something? What you if can't I said? Do, bro, they'll
1: sue you. You like well, can't but, do that. But
0: but I'm it's a defamation. parody. I'm a comedian. I'm a. I'm. I'm. Am I not protected under parody law? Can I not just say I was kidding?
1: So I think if they can prove that you've actually affected their their sales, they can sue. They can sue you. So, like that's the only. I think. I don't. I, I don't actually know. Never mind. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't either. But you're right. I think if you're like a perva- a pervasive uh, organization, the, the laws are different for you than it is if you're just... So I think that if it was like some business that wasn't well-known, they could sue you. But if they are, maybe they can't. I forget. You
0: so badly in these horrific phone calls with customer service want to say, uh, you don't know who you're dealing with. I have a sizable Instagram audience. Right. And I'm going to go on there and tell them all about how terrible your refund policy is
1: and dude the p the the videos where i've seen people doing that you just feel bad for the business i would never do it i would never
0: do it it, but you know because it's legitimately the most spoiled stupid thing you could possibly do yes but i do believe in using influence for 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 negative reasons Like I like the idea of
1: It's a nice sentiment, but
0: negative influence.
1: It's bad though. But that's funny. But all right. I know you guys are thinking I just said I'd never do that. And you're like, well, you just said that you fucking (laughs) did an Apple clip. I would argue that that's different. Discussing it on a podcast is different than me showing up at the Apple headquarters with my dick out, being like, Fuck you. Like that's not that's like that's a dick move. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, because you're never
0: gonna see the person that you Right. It's ridiculous. You can't take it out on these people.
1: Um so I don't know, dude whatever mm. What are you
0: gonna do oops the podcast is brought to you by mint mobile this holiday season the best deal in wireless can only be found at mint mobile right now when you switch to mint mobile and buy any three-month plan you'll get another three months for free as the first company to sell premium wireless service only online only mint mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans just starting at $15 a month.
1: Changing the game, baby. I
0: have been using Julio Mint Mobile long before this holiday deal and I have to say it's the perfect time to switch. Uh you could be saving so much money with Mint Mobile's buy 3 months, get 3 months free holiday deal. It is the perfect gift for anyone in your family that is looking to save some money on their mobile plan this year, uh this holiday season. So, Mint Mobile's best offer of the year is here. Buy any 3-month plan and get 3 months free. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings onto you. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you never use. For a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash oops. That's mintmobile.com slash oops. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com oops.
1: I hate when I'm hanging out with people and I hear them say B school. Business school? Yes. And I know what it means, but I purposely say, what's that? To show them that there's more to life than B school, dude. I don't give a fuck about B school. Or even more specifically, they'll say the name of the business school yeah. as if I'm supposed to know what that is. Darden. Langley. Tuck. Yeah. Yeah. Darden is Virginia, right? or something i, I don't think
0: know. so i think you're i think you're right whatever yeah. but yeah. dude it'll
1: be like some random shit it's like i hate to break it to you dog no one fucking knows what that is yeah i hope you had a great time networking because that's what b school is all about suck my dick dude this is so annoying <laughs> It's fucking- <laughs> 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 the evil francis laugh but dude yeah like that's as they say that's like some inside baseball shit i'm supposed to know about b school i don't know about b school
0: did i did i tell you that there, my my freshman roommate is currently a contestant on The Bachelorette. You did? I told you that? Did I tell you that on the podcast?
1: No, you actually texted it to us. Now that I remember, my
0: freshman roommate from from college is a uh, is a contestant on The Bachelorette, and he is the second contestant, or the second. um This is the second Bachelorette in a row that is featuring a Harvard grad, which is making it clear to me. That uh, my degree would be more valuable if I went into reality television (laughs) than it was for any other reason.
1: But it makes, in in that context, it makes sense. Because it's like, it's supposed to be, you're supposed to be a, quote, good candidate. And there's no better way to have, quote, good candidacy than that fucking diploma hanging right up on that wall, Poppy. But, but, okay. (laughs) You know, it's a perfect opportunity
0: for The first season they had this guy on who, you know, was this goofy kind of it, it was as if the producer said you know amplify your harvardness to a thousand yeah and he leaned into that he wore a tuxedo for like the meet yeah. and greet he yeah. arrived in a stretched limo i think one of the first things he said was that he went to harvard and everyone was like well oh, how do you know, you know that stupid line like right. how do you know a harvard grad went to harvard they'll tell you in their first sentence right, right. and it's like okay the guy that i was roommates with my freshman year um is a really unusual person to be on this show in fact i audibly gasped when a friend (laughs) of mine sent me his like new profile on you know bachelor nation or bachelor nation whatever his name's romeo no I, I, by the way, I'm not outing him at all. Uh, he's, on the, he's all literally on the show. On the Romeo show. <laughs> Alexander. Uh he went to Stuyvesant High School. Okay. And uh really handsome. He's, he looks guy, like Russell
1: Wilson, dude.
0: Really, really handsome guy. Played football. Played football. Okay. okay? So, he's good looking. He's and, a killer smile. Uh I think he walked on to the Harvard team, played for a few weeks, and then uh said, you know, I'm not gonna do this anymore. The old
1: Shane Gillis? Yeah. But he's he's <laughs> he's
0: big and he's muscular yeah. and he's really handsome. And I think he graduated like third or fourth in his class. Oh, God.
1: So then why are you surprised? He like, sounds like a perfect bachelor. Okay.
0: Guy. Because he doesn't despite, need the bachelor. Well, despite how handsome and, and, and good looking and unusual and, and smart he is, this was a guy who my freshman year, we had, a bunk, we had bunk beds. So I had the top bunk and he had the bottom bunk. I don't think he spent a single night in our room. Really? He slept Every single night in the library. He wow. would bring his pillow wow. to the library. He would work until four in the morning. He would sleep for two hours on an armchair with his pillow. And then he would wake up and work from six until This guy class. sounds like he could be president. But dude, <laughs> he took Math 55 as a freshman. Math 55 is universally considered the most advanced math class at Harvard. Um, it is it's 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 hard i i don't even know how to describe it it's like it's so beyond belief it takes most most of the students who are in it are are seniors and he took it as a freshman yeah and uh you know crushed it went on after harvard i think he worked in finance for a little bit but then he became a math researcher got his phd in math and worked in a lab doing research so developing New proofs and 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 discovering new That's math crazy, that nobody had done before. So it's 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 hard to describe. Like how this, impressive you cannot talk to this person gotcha. because his brain is so advanced. He's a human computer operating on a level that none of us would even understand. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he goes from math laboratory research Ph.D. guy. To the Bachelorette.
1: So he's not even the Bachelor. He's a contestant he's on the Bachelorette. He's a contestant You'd on the Bachelorette. You think he could be the Bachelor?
0: Well, that's what they often do, by the way. Oh. Is whoever's like,
1: Bro, oftentimes,
0: whoever comes in like second or third. But I, I, I just, I, I can't, I don't watch the show. So if anyone watches the show and wants to weigh in on how he's doing, he may be eliminated for all I know already. But what, how could he buy into this? bullshit yeah. simulation of love and on a reality TV show that we all know is p- trash right given the data driven reality from whence he comes those two worlds totally do not cross in totally. my mind totally. and i i may have something totally wrong here maybe it fits perfectly but it i don't i don't even know it, it, to me it's like saying that someone went from being you know I completely get in the it. Peace yeah. Court to the NBA or something. Like you know that doesn't
1: even do it justice. It's like but I, I, I get what you're saying. It's so un it seems like a, such an unnecessary avenue for that.
0: Craziest left turn yeah. uh ever. Whereas the first guy that was from Harvard that went on, I got that. They were like, Oh, we're filling this trope of
1: right. Ivy
0: League douchebag. Like yes. that's a good role we want on the bachelorette, you know? Yeah. But this guy's not that. Yeah. This guy is not wearing a Harvard flag you know, what, how, what's he going to talk about with the
1: bachelorette? Totally. And it's, it's, it's also, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy to be in that situation. And I bet also, I bet it can be like kind of painful when you're like, you're this guy who's this incredible candidate and you've done everything right and now you just lose to some guy who just happened to have Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee in his kitchen.
0: Oh, well, (laughs) I think if if I know Romeo as well as I think I do, he would admit defeat and uh, (laughs) shake that gentleman's hand because you bring Brooklyn Roasting Company to a bachelorette fight, you're going to get your butt handed to you. Yeah.
1: There's no way to compete with that, dude. (laughs) You try walking out of that apartment after your first night over somebody's house and you spot that wayway way Tananga on the oh. counter, you're hopping back in bed for round yeah. two.
0: Yeah, you bring out a, a, <laughs> a bunch of roses for her and he breaks out a tin of uh, the uh, Iris Espresso. I mean, <laughs> you're packing your bags before she even doesn't give you the rose. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Whatever the hell it is.
1: Brooklyn Roasting Company, our favorite coffee, our favorite espresso, our favorite coffee products in general don't sleep on the ooey gooey golly glop. The coffee peanut butter. It's absolutely fucking delicious. We love it. If you use promo codes, oops, beans, you will get 5% off of your order. Join the coffee, of the month club, get in there. Brooklyn roasting company. It's amazing. Um, Dude, I realized something ridiculous the other day. Mm. I'm sorry. Is there more bachelor? Talk? No, no, that's I didn't mean it. To cut that That's
0: off. it. I'm just fascinated.
1: Shout out, that. Romeo. Good luck. I cannot imagine. He's a great dude. I can't he's, imagine he's, you losing.
0: He's a really sweet guy, and I I like him a lot. But uh, he was so advanced in terms of his thinking that it was it was hard for me to like talk to him. Right. I tried. I just he was he was too much smarter. And than this me. is
1: the other thing too. He's gorgeous. He's smart. And I'm guessing humble because a lot of times Stuyvesant kids don't come for money. Like you have to take a test to get in. And it's sort of like your way of beating the system and competing with the, the Dalton's and the Riverdale's of New York City yeah. by going to Stuyvesant. So like
0: and, 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 and that you bring up a great point. And, and the reason, by the way, that I gave the racial breakdown of the student body is because there has been a lot of backlash in the media about the fact that Stuyvesant is technically a public high school. Yes. uh entrance or uh admission is 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 granted entirely based off of one test it's called the specialized high school's admissions test the SHSAT. there are eight or ten of them in new york you know bronx latin brooklyn tech uh bronx science uh yeah. a bunch of them are are, are and they and, and and they don't even like they don't look at your there's no essay there's no personal statement no recommendations, no grades from before. It's just how yeah. well you do on as a score on this test. They let in the top yeah. whatever thousand applicants. And as a result, their student body gets skewed along racial lines because a lot of it depends on who can afford prep and tutoring for these this test. Right. And for some reason, uh, the Asian community in New York of students education is very well set up for the preparation of this test
1: so dude it's And funny i don't you know exactly
0: that, why but that that is that has been i am not saying that that is what the news is, yeah. has said
1: so dude the preparation thing though it's like the money thing i don't necessarily think comes into play as much because if you could really afford it you just send them to one of those other prestigious places where they didn't have to like have this brutal upbringing of preparing for this test right so like you get a lot of hockey parents but it's about this test. Yeah. So a lot of the kids that I know who went there, their parents were like, listen, this is your only chance because we can't afford to send you to one of these other schools. Mm. And like, this is your ticket out of like this situation or whatever. It's like, you need to yeah. crush this you need to get in.
0: I, you know, I, I tutored that test.
1: I, I'm sure.
0: It's a really interesting test to tutor for. Really? There's some Really interesting, funky, like.
1: Is it like an LSAT? It's kind of it's
0: closer to the LSAT than yeah. it is to like the SSAT, which was right. what you took for boarding school. Right. It's not like grammar and vocab. It's like it's, there's logic games yeah. and weird stuff like that. Um, it was really kind of a fun test to tutor for. But as I said, because it's a public high school, there's a lot of backlash over the fact that, you know, it was so non diverse. Right. Uh, right. And, this would be a
1: great documentary, dude. Yeah. It's a, gr- there's, there's so, like, there's a, there's bigger things to address, like what you're saying about kind of like the weird eth, the weird racial breakdown, plus just the like stresses of all this stuff. And then, like, you could follow individuals along as well. Right. It'd be a great docu piece. It would be a great, story. yeah, yeah. I'm sure they've probably done it. I before. remember,
0: um I think Bloomberg was in office when they, when they really kind of came down and said, like, why haven't you made this more, this admissions process more fair for these schools? And he was like, it's a blind test. What could be more fair? absolutely that was his that was his take, but you know that's a slightly myopic answer it it ignores the you know the whole test prep element of it right right
1: but and then listen you know and not to to go here, but you know customarily uh some of these Asian cultures they have a much more intense rigorous academic expectation thing going on in a lot of these cultures like Korea et cetera, like from a very young age, your academic performance like completely dictates the possibilities of where you're going to go in life. So it's like not surprising to me that like it's culturally, they like potentially have a little bit of an advantage.
0: I, I, yeah. In some ways I agree. Um, I also know that I, I, I believe this is true. Ryan, you might want to fact check me on this, but I think Korea has the highest instance of teenage suicide because in the of this, world, right? because of how insane the pressure is yeah. on uh, academic performance. 100%. i taught. i did i did a skype tutoring for the sat for a kid in korea you know who that's crazy who walked me through his day and it was like he went to school from you know 7 a.m till three and then he went and did you know after school like school
1: jesus they
0: had these like programs that were like extended <laughs> after school, act, school. school from like four to 7 p.m. and then he would do test prep from like eight on. Oh my god, that's Um, terrible, terrible. Oh gosh, but this is this is just suicide. In I'm talking teenage suicide.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of regular suicide too. That
0: was by the way that his fact there just told me what country has the highest suicide rate in the world. Oh, what do you have any guess? I don't think you have a guess. I'll I'll give you a hint. It has something okay. to do with weather.
1: Oh, Norway?
0: No. Okay. No no, like bad weather. Think right. of a it's place that's cold, that had, I don't know.
1: Um Norway? Norway's
0: weather is not terrible. Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: I was thinking the places where it gets dark for a long time and a place that no one would expect. So that's why I guess Norway back. But I that think
0: thinking is 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 Isn't wrong? No, it's well, it's fair. Mm.
1: Okay, okay, but is it cold weather? Cold. Russia? Mm, no. no. Um
0: What's the coldest country you can think of that has people that live on it? Canada? Greenland.
1: So Greenland is part of Denmark, though. It doesn't count. But that, I was going to guess Greenland, but then I was like, oh, D- Greenland isn't a country. Is Greenland not a country? Greenland is not a country. It's part of Denmark. Really? Yep. But that does make sense. Yeah. I'd love to go there. Um, okay. All right. Well, dude, anyway, this is, this is a complete other random thought, and you brought this up earlier on. You brought him up earlier in one of these episodes. I think it was this one. Hugh Jackman.
0: Oh, love him.
1: I used to think that his name as a kid, when I saw Wolverine or X-Men, or whatever, I thought it was Hugh Jackman. <laughs> so I used to be like, I love Hugh. <laughs> is that like a normal thing? Did, has anyone else ever made that mistake in the, in in history? like I was young enough that it wasn't crazy
0: I would have thought Hugh Jackman
1: Hugh Jackman before Hugh Ackman yeah because <laughs> also cool. he was huge dude like He's he was Jack huge and so I thought it was like a stage name Hugh mm-hmm. here's this Jacked and this is before I knew that he was this like incredible stage classically trained like a gr an incredible versatile actor who happened to become Wolverine. I just thought he was like the sa- like the rock. Like, he's parallel to The Rock. There's a guy named The Rock, and there's a guy named Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Ackman, dude. Um, good shit, man.
0: I don't know. You got anything else? Well, I- you know, I, you bring up The Rock. Yeah. I've been meeting some interesting kids lately. Little kids. Little kids? I'm starting to warm to the idea of naming my son something really i don't know manly something so i i met a kid recently named ace
1: that's a cool name and
0: i like it i like that name i like names like ace spike <laughs> rock spike. i think i've met a kid named rock too
1: so i wonder are aren't these all nicknames though for other names that's my
0: point i would want to name the kid actually name it yeah
1: actually name him ace or spike
0: mm-hmm.
1: spike dude i don't know bro i know a guy named spike but i think it's his nickname and then, of course, there's the famous Spike character from Little Giants.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll never forget the the time his dad made him lift the friggin' refrigerator. <laughs> and the whole time, even at Spike? eight years old, I remember thinking, like, that's bad parenting. <laughs> his spine has not fully formed.
1: <laughs> um, Ryan, what's up? Ryan's does... got this,
0: yeah. Yeah, so with the morbid facts here, between ages 15 and 19, the uh, highest suicide rate amongst teens are in lithuania russia sri lanka Mm i'm not good with pronunciation and uh kazakhstan wow korea is nowhere on that list crazy you know we fact check here on news the podcast that is not a correct fact that i spouted earlier and then after that it's norway canada austria finland belgium so
1: Dude, I'll give you a hundred. This bucks is from right a now. case study, so I'm. Okay. I do not think everything is consistent online, but that's weird. man.
0: I don't know. I def I don't. I don't think I made that up. I definitely heard that, but it might have been one of those things where it's like someone told me, and they said that right. they heard it. I had heard that and too, and that person had looking. heard it.
1: Teen suicide is a problem, and and also like it's it's interesting to kind of there's different ways to look at that as well. Like that's probably per capita as opposed to like the sheer number. Yeah. There you go.
0: All right, dude. I'll, Ryan, try. do me one more solid. Can you look up? Teenage Suicide Korea.
1: (laughs) He's real efficient. I need you to tell me if,
0: like, it's a leading search, but. In the
1: meantime, I will give you $100 if you can tell me the capital of Sri Lanka. Don't tell him, Ryan. I don't know. Never mind.
0: So suicide is the number one cause of death for South Korean teens. Oh, so, there, there we okay. Go. Well, there. that is a really, there we go. There we That's go. A, that, it's the number one cause of death for teens, but I would have bet that suicide is the number one cause for a lot of teens in a lot of countries. I'll look that you up have too. to
1: imagine. Yeah. Cause in theory, hopefully you're he- mm. fairly healthy as a teen.
0: I just, yeah, I wonder. Okay,
1: dude, oops, the podcast. Yeah, you know we'll see you guys at the live show we're expanding that concept and we are sort of in the process of figuring out what those shows are going to look like we're excited it's going to be something different and fun and we look forward to seeing you and having you at all of them uh at oops the podcast on instagram oops the podcast at gmail.com hit us up that's the scoop adios